I'm Jeremy Greer. There'll be peace when you are done. I'm Chris Mosier. Lay your weary head to rest. You know, Cass has faith in this kid. I hope he's right. But me, I have faith in us. You, me, Mom, Cass, and Crowley. Sometimes. (laughs) This is going to work. It has to. This is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. Chris, it's the season 12 finale. We're done with season 12. We are finished as our multiple characters of this this series are also finished, Mm -hmm. at least for Mm -hmm. a limited amount of time. Everybody's gone. Everybody's gone. (laughs) Their weird alternate universes are dead or just, just, you know, gave birth to a large adult baby and didn't destroy yourself doing it it's it's, it's a whole time chris it's a it's whole a time, whole time. Jerry, how are you how are you my friend i'm doing all right um you know this this season man this has been a roller coaster how are you doing i'm doing well uh it has been a roller coaster i've got i'm looking forward to in a way that i haven't um i mean i always look forward to episodes especially our feedback episodes but like it seems like in the last few seasons i've had little to say as a wrap-up but i feel like i'm gonna have a lot to say as a wrap-up on season 12 mm-hmm. like they, they they made some weird decisions for season 12 and i'm yeah i just you know i need to know more about it i need to talk Can't about change it, it now but we we gotta we gotta we gotta talk about it we do before we do that um this is episode 202 of the podcast we record usually at least a couple of weeks ahead um so we're you know pretty far ahead um mm-hmm. our our discord our pocket friends on the monster of the week discord server which you can get access to by going to patreon.com slash monster of the week um the plug, the plug. they wrote and recorded a song for us for our yeah. episode 200 which as we're recording this has not even come out yet <laughs> oh wow <laughs> or no wait no wait episode 200 did uh but yeah anyway it doesn't matter um but yeah, they when the when that episode came out, they but we had already recorded episode two hundred one, so now we're here at two hundred two. That's what happened. Um, gotcha. Anyway, I'm so excited about this that I put it on SoundCloud um, on our SoundCloud, which is SoundCloud.com/slash Monster of the Week Podcast. You can go there uh, if you click on the most recent track, the pod so far. You can listen along with me and Chris, which is what me and Chris are about to do. Uh, and that's also got all of the lyrics on it. So if you go into the comments, you can actually see all of the lyrics because they go pretty yes. fast. Um, so if you want to listen along with us Chris and Jeremy gamers for life hugs with wit and hunter strife Chad and Balsami and his brother Dean can't rip them out or scrub them clean check the lore how our babies Sweat gang is always torn. Demon blizzard out, Sam. Jeremy's real shake, Sam. Chris screaming, not blood. Sure, like a secret. Monster of the week. Feel it full of free. Listen in the 
turning back. They put up with all our feedback. His name's not awesome. Cass is not a fish. And Rowena is not Irish. So that's where we are. On the pod so far. Creepy but necessary podcasting. Really cool. Yay. We talked over Tom there at the end, but that's no big deal. Thank you, Tom. Um, Thank you, Tom. Shout outs. I don't know everybody's real name on Discord. I don't know who's comfortable sharing their real name on Discord. Oh, God. Hunks of Summer just started playing. We got we to gotta stop oh, that. Uh, we'll start crying. I'll, I'll <laughs> we get, get out of there. already flowing. Um, but I want to shout out to all of the vocals. I'm going to just re- read their Discord names, which if you know our Discord, you know this is all going to be very weird. Um, Buff Deer, Chrissy, Deer Without Stinger, I Want to Talk About Sam, Mermaid Deer, RN, Mayo, Scorp Shifter, Silvari, Sleazy Scorp, Tom the Optimist, Two-Armed Merlin, No Impreg, and Zari Winchester. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of these, other people. Uh, <laughs> these names were never meant to be Never meant to be read out loud, and I just that's why I wanted to do it so bad. Uh, uh, special shout out to Hot Scorp in your area, aka Judy, for editing that. Uh, Judy also was a huge, huge help on putting together the Hunks of Summer video, so I'm just going to shout her out again. There's a big section of people that were listed as um, emotional support and lyrics are credited to Nissa, one dramatic Merlin flake, two armed Merlin, no impeg, hot scorp in your area and deer without stinger. So thank you everybody for thank putting you, that everybody. together. You very much appreciate it. I'm sorry that this intro for our podcast has lasted so long. <laughs> they also did a really excellent reveal on, on discord. I just have to say that that was really surprising where they just started posting lyrics and we're like, wait, what, what is going on? And then suddenly they posted an entire song and then the link to that song. And it was, it was incredible. It was a very special moment. So thank you everybody. I had no idea what was happening. Uh, like, I just posted the link to that that day's podcast, and they were like, "Oh, I just woke up singing this song, and I can't get it out of my head." And then, like, our Discord normal started like quoting all these lyrics, and I was like, "Guys, this is better than the season thirteen theme that I'm writing right now. Yeah. So, can you dial it down a little bit? Like, <laughs> can you please chill?" And then, of course, I listened to the song, and they got they've got like twenty seven in jokes in there, and I think on the season 13 theme i think i'm up to like two <laughs> yeah. so, um but yeah thank you again to everybody thank and you. i will stop talking chris please catch us All up right. let's for do the it. last time last, what's happening last time on supernatural dean's ex-girlfriend amar rezzed his mom for him so he could work on himself in quotes before starting a new relationship while that was happening the british men of letters invaded and decided they were about to fuck up sam winchester's whole year unfortunately Around that time, Lucifer also decided to possess a rock star and then the president and then got someone pregnant. Uh, Meanwhile, the boys were arrested for trying to kill said president, had to escape a government plaque site. Castiel killed Billy the Reaper and probably fucked up the universe. And while Mary learned uh, or excuse me, and while Mary teamed up with the British men of letters to work on fucking Dean's whole year up, Lucifer's unborn hellspawn was taken under the wing of the now supercharged Castiel. And really, everything is just all over the place, Jeremy. Everything is all over the place. Everything is happening all of the time. To yes. quote one of my favorite I rappers. had to really think, how did this season <laughs> how, fucking begin? How did it start? 
Oh, was the stuff man. with Billy this season? It I was. had to ask Dude, myself. Crazy. Did it? It did it matter at all? I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't seem like it did. Never, no, no outcome from that whatsoever. No consequences whatsoever. We're not worried about that. Uh, we are talking about season twelve, episode twenty three, all along the Watchtower, written by Andrew Dabb, directed by Robert Singer. This aired on May eighteenth, twenty seventeen. Epic season finale. Lucifer battles Sam, Dean, and Castiel for control over his unborn child. Chris, I want to get the the big the big topic out of the way first. Mm-hmm. If you name an episode all along the Watchtower, aren't mm-hmm. you like contractually obligated to put all along the Watchtower in there? Like, was my first thought. Was my first thought, dude. I, there's so many different versions. You don't have to get the Jimmy version. You don't have to get the mm-hmm. Dylan version. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the Battlestar Galactica version is not even like it's not great, but like it's probably cheap. Like, you can do it. You gotta. They've and they've used Dylan in this before. They have used Dylan in this. Absolutely. I I don't understand what's going on here. Don't yeah. like, Do not uh, like. T- totally robbed. We do get, of course, our our fun road so far, which almost seemed like it was like going for like comedic bits. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> Very strange. Like, this, was like a, this was a fun one. <laughs> Just putting us off guard, I guess, for everything that was about to happen in this episode. Weird energy already. Uh, yeah. So we start the episode uh, in a unusual setting for Supernatural. Mm-hmm. We have this house on the side of a lake. Uh, Castiel is standing next to this white house. Uh, meanwhile, Kelly is inside praying to God for help. And you're like, man, she's, she's really needing some, some extra help from, from her friends. Uh, but no, she's just she's just trying to put together a crib from Ikea and mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. talking to a Swedish guy on the phone and it's not going very well. Yeah. Um, innocuous opening. I actually like the set. It's um, I do too. It's know, beautiful. It's cool. Beautiful. It's like, it's really, I, it's the, really I, the views are it's just fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And it, it sets a nice scene. It feels like a finale because it's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's a good way to, to start. Has this off. has this joke ever worked for you? The can't put together IKEA furniture. Like, am I no. naturally gifted? I find in, in this? I find IKEA furniture in great because it's so easy to put together it's so like like i just it's so great it's that so i'm like easy. okay I'll, I'll be done with this in 10 minutes yeah and like, i'm good to go it's not fun like you have to think no. about it but it's like a little like if you could do a jigsaw puzzle i feel like you got this un- unlock like i don't under and, and look i'm not bagging kelly here like she's she's got lucifer's baby about yeah, to get she's a hundred months pregnant with lucifer's baby <laughs> yeah, I, so, I wouldn't even be able to open my eyes yeah, let alone put together anything definitely calling in sick to work and make an autumn you know make me some soup if i'm a hundred yeah. months pregnant with lucifer's if child I'm that many months pregnant <laughs> god help me god help me poor, i'd be praying too poor autumn and jess having to take care of 200 yeah. months pregnant god. chris and jeremy at, the, at the nursing home <laughs> talk about oh man. oh man we would be nightmares yeah. um okay so yeah, she's she's building a nursery, and she, honestly, she's she's pretty stressed out about the fact that she isn't actually going to get to be a parent. Like, she's not going to make it through this. Um, Castiel comes in, and they both actually get a little emotional here, and it feels like even though they've been off screen, Castiel and Kelly have actually formed a bond. Yes. Um, and you know, Castiel pledges to raise her son to be someone that she would be proud of. Um, don't speak too soon, Cass. One of the one of the reasons that Kelly is getting emotional is because she recognizes the fact that she knows she's going to die when mm-hmm. this baby is born, and uh, you know she's not going to be there to teach him how to be a good man, to you know for any of the first things, not to see him walk or speak, to teach him anything. Um, so she could, by God, build him a stupid Swedish crib, um, mm-hmm. which I think is like a man. This actress, uh, Courtney Ford, is just 
I, I just wish we could have kept her around for because mm-hmm. she does such an amazing job in this role as Kelly Klein. Like I'm going to continue saying that over and over again as we t- talk about this episode because she's stolen just about every scene that she's been in on season 12. And she's one of my favorite things about it. And I'm really sad yeah. that she just kind of unceremoniously dies at the end. It's it's a shame that it, I mean, it's always great when they bring somebody in who is only supposed to be in a minor role and they just so happen to be an incredible actor and they steal the scene. Um, but then it just makes you want more. <laughs> it just switches the situation here because Kelly, who was like a character that I don't particularly care about, it's just constantly just like pushing emotional weight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're carrying me right now. <laughs> I think her and the actress that plays Morgana in um, Merlin are both on Supergirl, and I should just go start watching Supergirl because all yeah, all of go. my faves are ending up on that show somehow. So. There you go. Um, we switch back to the bunker where, of course, Dean is shocked at hearing the, the news about Lucifer being re- being back in the flesh. Um, and uh, it's revealed in um, that, you know, as he's talking about Crowley being dead, he's like, I'm not going to believe it till I see the body. And as he's saying that, we're getting s- shots of Crowley's possessed rat going over to where Crowley's body is buried and Crowley pulling himself out of the ground. Um, Sam is saying, like, we don't really need Crowley. We need Rowena. She's the one that can do the spell. And she ca- and he calls her and she screens him and she just gets her voicemail. This is Sam. Please stop calling. Otherwise, <laughs> you can leave a message at the beat. <laughs> but no. Uh, Rowena doesn't pick up, unfortunately. No. Lucifer does. And how mad at you are mad at you about this, Chris? Yeah. Um, the fact that, well, I'm of two minds because I'm just like, well, she's she's not dead. Like, I don't believe that she's dead. I don't believe she's gone. We didn't see a body. I mean, we did, but we didn't see her body. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what are we, Theon Greyjoy? What am I supposed to believe? That's Bran Stark out there? Not, I don't not any, think so. Not dude. Anyway. I don't no. think so. Um, I mean, it's incredibly gruesome. Like, you see a charred corpse implied to be rowena there's blood everywhere and then lucifer is holding a, a lock of red hair like it, it's it's chilling and it doesn't make me feel good um but there's just that part of me that's like mm, i don't buy it i mean and i don't know if she's dead and gets brought back or what the deal is but like i'm i i know i feel like i'm gonna see her again and i'm not worried about it which is a not how i should feel yeah um and that's part of the difficulty with covering the show late um i think that most of like Supernatural has a history of bringing characters back to, uh, from the death from death. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this very episode, we're going to see the return of a pretty major character that I was not actually aware of until I created this document yeah. and copied over the special guest star list. And I was like, oh, oh I don't even know that. Guess, I don't even know that. I guess was, he was back. It was a genuine, genuine <laughs> surprise in the moment, which was nice. Um, but but yes, but like it's it's frustrating because I know for a fact that like Rowena will show up. Like I've seen her in some mm-hmm. fashion. I don't know how, but I've seen her mm-hmm. on more supernatural stuff. Uh, but also at the same time, I try to view this as like, go- I don't know anything. I try to forget about some of that stuff. And just like having one of my favorite characters uh, just unceremoniously killed off screen. And yeah, well, by Jeremy, Lucifer, I am how do you think Sam feels? <laughs> it's his fake GF. So I'm sure his he- GF hasn't answered his phone, his phone calls. In probably weeks or months, and then he finds out that Lucifer's arch nemesis is the one who killed her. Yeah, and I mean yeah. this. Yes, for Sam, there's probably a little bit of relief because he's like, "Oh, she wasn't just uh, ignoring me; she was dead." 
very frustrating. So there's a little bit of relief, like, oh, it's not me, it's her. It's not me, um, it's her. It's because she's dead. Oh, <laughs> oh, she was. She doesn't hate me. She's oh, dead. Oh, now oh, I that's get sad it. though. Now that I get is it. sad. Super though. sad, but it's not like sad for and me. I mean, it is sad for just, me, but it doesn't make me sad. I don't really know how to express this. Is what I'm saying. I don't know how to get it just, across. It's Sam on the phone with Lucifer. He hasn't put it on speakerphone yet. So Dean is just looking at Sam like, <laughs> who are you talking on to? Him? Dean and Mary are looking at each other like, what the fuck what is he talking about? Going on. And then Sam covering the covering the the receiver, going, oh, it's Lucifer. Oh, I'll put it on speakerphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yes, this is Lucifer. No, yeah, it, he's uh, it, it, um, he's carried around some red hair. Um, we see a burnt corpse on the ground, and uh, he describes how he get gruesomely killed Rowena and messed her all up. And um, boy, I I don't like I don't blame Lucifer for wanting to do that. No, mm-hmm. but it it is a yeah. The way he describes it and everything was like fuck. Yeah, like, I don't like it. Can we relax with fucking violence? Can we just, <laughs> like, can we just chill? It's like how come? How come? Like no dudes ever just like get their skulls beat in. It's always something horrific happening to the women that we like. Anyway, let's not do this again. Let's just move on. Rowena is supposedly dead. Yes. Um. For all intents and purposes, she's dead, and she was their lifeline. She not only is Sam's girlfriend, but she's also the one who had the spell book and the power to put him back in the cage. Where was she during season five? Am I right? Don't know where the fuck was Rowena in season five. Would have been a big help, Roro, as we like to call yeah. Rowena on this podcast. Um, we switch back over to Kaz, uh, who is going through a signature Robert Singer uh, kind of shot. This long mm-hmm. shot of, from behind the cab of Hat Winchester's truck, which Castiel still has. has kept to it for yep. 23 episodes. I'm so happy. Yep. Um, he's driving kelly back to their little lake house uh and they had gone to the store to pick up an enormous amount of diapers just mm-hmm. a huge amount it's, of diapers it's castiel does some pretty cute shit <laughs> in this episode you know like he filled like the, the, the bed of the truck with diapers he filled the bed of the truck with diapers he also says that he's read 74 books on child rearing and the one thing that they can all agree on is that everybody poops which i think is very funny uh yeah. Cassiel being the dedicated I need to learn how human babies work guy in this is extremely cute to me. I think this Which is, is this yeah. is good stuff. And he actually like has learned a few things, unlike Sam, who's like still, still completely in the dark. Still just writing the word pregnant <laughs> with the question mark at yeah. the end of it on the top of a trapper <laughs> he still keeper. And, there's a spell involved. <laughs> there's gotta be is it a ritual thing? There's a where what does the this? how do you exchange the blood? I don't know. Where does <laughs> whose blood do you use and where does it go? <laughs> Dean, where's the blood? (laughs) Dean, you told me about the birds and the bees, but you forgot to mention the blood. Where's it's the birds and bees and blood? (laughs) Dean, is mom home? (laughs) I should have asked John this, but then he died, and also I hated him. Uh, Yeah, so Castiel's being pretty adorable here. Yes. Uh, Kelly feels starts to feel unwell. You can tell like this pregnancy has taken its its toll on her. She kind of reaches over to... 100 months, I mean. 100 months. It's been a long time. I don't blame her. Reaches over to touch the, to grab onto the truck to kind of support herself. And as they um, go back into the lake house, like her hand puts like this golden light dust thing. Um, this like floating magic bit. Yeah. Looks kind of like a soul, to, um, but it's golden. So Yeah. I had to rewind this a little bit because I was taking a note and then this happened and I was like, did her water just break? 
<laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> what what's going on? So I'm googling pregnancy. I'm like, golden light? Question mark? Question mark? Um, so uh, then I realized that it's not that wasn't the situation. It's very funny to me. Is that is that her water breaking? Was that? Hmm. Um, this floats away, uh, and we don't really deal with it. Instead, we go back over to Dean, um, who says that they have really no ability to to kill Lucifer. Lucifer, by the way, I don't know that we specifically talked about what they had, the conversation they had on the phone, but he, he was basically like, oh. you can't do anything to me. I'm not worried about you yeah, guys Yeah, he completely all. dismisses them, yeah. um, which is interesting. He hasn't always acted completely concerned with them, but he, like, this time, he's like, doesn't care at all. He's like, Sam, I don't need your body. Without Rowena, you can't put me back in the cage. I don't give a shit. I'm not interested. Fuck off. I'm sure you're going to try something because you always have a plan. You always got something on your sleeve, but I don't care. You can't do anything to stop me. Um, and Dean says, yeah, he, he agrees. Dean's like, yeah, we can't kill him. So Sam says, well, we don't have to kill him. Like what we need to do is find Castiel and then keep Castiel and Kelly ahead of Lucifer. Um, mm-hmm. And as we as they talk and discuss about how to find Castiel um, using kind of the same logic that they've used to track demons signs or arc or um, big demons, arc demons. Yeah. <laughs> what am I arch, doing? Arch demons. Arch yeah, demons. That, we, we, yeah. That's in supernatural, right? That, yeah. Okay. I mean, that sounds cool. good to me. <laughs> um, the archangels basically is what I meant. It was yes. what I was going for. Uh, Biblical events, they, signs of plague, exactly. And, and yeah. Crazy storms and outages and, you know, stuff like that. The stuff that we've, you know, seen, and on all the apocalyptic events in Supernatural. Um, while they are talking about all of that, this is interspersed with shots of Kelly and Castiel going into the house. And uh, we see Castiel walk outside and sees this this golden light that we saw earlier. It's hanging. It almost looks like a thread. It's a little thicker than a thread. Yeah. But it's just like this kind of small rotating light. And he does the thing that everybody should do when they find a bunch of weird magics just hanging out in the yard with a Nephilim baby on the inside of the house. He touches mm-hmm. it with his finger. He touches it. He touches it. I think this effect looks pretty cool. It's I pretty too. understated. Yeah. They don't go too crazy with it. It's just like an orange slit in reality. Yeah. Um, and it, uh, yeah, it actually looks pretty good. But yeah, he touches it and he pops out in a, I thought this was purgatory at first because of the color coding. It's got, but, it's um, got big purg vibes. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. It's got big purg it's vibes. It's uh, in, in apocalypse world, yes. essentially. Uh, there's black smoke rolling in the sky. There's red lightning. Uh, there's these giant, like, stalag I can't remember stalag tights are come from the ground yeah I don't know I, I was actually thinking about this like a couple weeks ago for some reason and I decided that I didn't Cause know stalag sights <laughs> with the, is this because it has a C and they come from the ceiling right mm-hmm yeah, yeah. Okay. I, well, I anyway, these giant like spike looking motherfuckers coming up out of the ground. There's dead bodies laid everywhere. And as Castiel is like kind of trying to take this in, he's attacked by what they're going to call a tempter demon, which mm-hmm. is just like what a, like we think of a normal demon, like horns and yeah. fangs, the whole nine, which we haven't seen on yeah. Supernatural. Still humanoid, still a dude, unfortunately. But, you know, um, it's yeah, it's, it's kind of cool that it looks like a little bit more like a monster. Yeah. Um, because at first Castiel's like Benny, is that is we that, in is that the pur- are we in the purgatory no. again? <laughs> am I gonna am, am I gonna have to arm ride somebody to get out of yeah. here? <laughs> am I, I'm, do we got to do the arm ride thing again, Benny? Benny, 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 don't tell me this is another arm on, thing. Benny. You fucking weirdo! Come it's on, it's a whole ass arm thing. We dude. can't both take a shoulder blade. What are we talking about here? We both got to go um, on the same arm. Oh, Benny, Benny, but 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 Benny. Um, but yeah, so he gets jumped by this thing, and somebody comes in and saves him by shooting the creature. But we don't, and this person approaches him and he goes, you, but we don't see who it is. Yep. Instead, uh, we go back to Kelly, who is uh, very sweetly recording her a video to her baby. Uh, yeah. This is stuff I think we've seen on TV shows and stuff before. 
uh, where a parent knows they're not going to be there. Uh, and she, this is just a very sweet, you know, she starts crying and she's, as she talks about it, she t- tells them, tells the Jack how, cause she's already named the baby Jack. Um, tells them how happy she's going to be for him and how she, how much she loves them. And she kind of starts breaking down. And I have in my notes, like this actress is probably too good for supernatural. Like they had to get rid of her. <laughs> like they can't have somebody that can, can beat with Jensen on the same stage. Yeah. You know what I'm we saying? don't need like, excuse me. Yeah. You're not, you're, we can't, we, yeah. you gotta get out of here. <laughs> I, don't, I can't have you winning awards in season 12 lady. Get the fuck out. You're too good. We don't need. Um, yeah. So, okay. Um, it's now it seems as though the baby is arriving. Yes. It starts. Pulsing. If you ask me, yeah, I, I looked it up and this is how babies are born. After a hundred months, uh, mm-hmm. the, it starts pulsing golden energy. That's how you know that your water is broken. It means it's evolving. <laughs> yes. Um, and then, so, and then it opens that, a portal to an apocalypse world. This is basic yes. stuff. guys. Well, this is in this everybody is simple. poops. <laughs> simple. Yeah. You read everybody poops and then you find out about the apocalypse slit. All right, please. No. All right. Crowley suddenly appears back at the bunker um it was good to see him again all right so we i i don't know if you said this when i when i couldn't hear you uh a little bit inside baseball there uh <laughs> behind the scenes action crowley obviously he rose up from the rat yeah he, he found mm-hmm. his corpse i do not understand why demons from hell buried the body in the woods i i mean like and, and also but, like why he's so attached to this body like other than it's yeah. obviously we are attached to this body as the yeah. audience and like that's the reason yeah. they did it but like if you really and also, I guess it's it's canonical that all of the fucking helper demons are just idiot child, child creatures. Mm-hmm. Like, they have no idea. All they want to do is watch TV and movies and eat people's souls. Like, that's the only two yep. things that they are. Any, yeah. And they're not really so, good at yep. either one of those. So That's that's fine. Yeah. I think that we can just agree, as Clue Masters, the, they're just the fucking demons idiots. of Supernatural are stupid and ineffective, <laughs> and they're it's fine yeah if they've got black eyes they're probably dumbasses let's just go yeah, ahead and like say don't, that you out. don't need to worry about them that much yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no clue masters here that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. um so yeah we go back over to the bunker and crowley pops up uh immediately and i think this is like just andrew not andrew, yeah, but bobby singer directing like just the the, sh- the act of him popping in and then dean winchester just rushing over to pop him in the face and punching him out yeah. of the thing <laughs> I love I love that kind of action, like that kind of mm-hmm. just let's get the fuck after it because that's that kind it's of feel so like that's immediate. what Dean would do. Like he's pissed. Yeah. Like you let Lucifer out? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Um. So he immediately charges him, pops him in the face, puts the demon knife to his throat. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, you let Lucifer out." He's like, "Whoa, I mean, not on purpose." <laughs> you say let? That's not really <laughs> what happened. It just sort of happened, you know. Um. And he's like, "Yo, Moose, a little help over here." And Sam's like, "I mean, Dean." Don't kill him yet. <laughs> Let's talk to him for a second. Sam asked why. Like, why mm-hmm. did you go through the trouble of doing this? And Crowley explains, and I feel like Crowley is almost apologizing for all of the dialogue that he said in, during season 12 that you and I have remarked mm-hmm. upon because he said, you know, I wanted to win. Like, I'd, every time, ever since I've had this throne, people have been coming at it. And I thought if I had a little Lucifer in my pocket doing my bidding, it would prevent that. And now I've realized that since being a rat, I've gained some clarity. Like, I don't actually want this. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, all of this is way too much work. It's just a bunch of paperwork. It's all bullshit. I don't care about it at all. Um, I'm here because I, I know the Winchesters are usually the ones who win. And if you guys are managed to kill Lucifer along with me, I'll seal the gates of hell with me outside, of course. And then all of the demons will be there for eternity. Um, Sealing the gates of hell is something I think Dean's had in his back pocket for a long, long time. He's really wanted to do mm-hmm. that. So instantly he's all in and you can see that Sam and Mary in the background are like, well, fuck yeah, we got to do this. 
I mean, like, yeah, that's like a super good deal. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I'll totally take that. I um don't trust Crowley, obviously, but no, this is the most Crowley Crowley has been in like twenty two goddamn episodes. So I'm just happy to see him back wheeling and dealing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's good. It's yeah because this this has not been a good way, and it, and it, I don't know if we'll see Crowley again. Who knows what's going to happen? But this season has not been kind to him and not been kind to his characterization. Um, it just has made him seem ineffective and, and weak and not at all the Crowley that we know and love. So to see some of that return a little bit here uh, is, is good. Yeah. Um, and now we've got a plan. Um, they're going to. Um, oh, no. First, we're going to uh, Kelly, who was looking for Castiel, who kind of surprises her from behind. And she's like, well, where were you? And he's like, I was nowhere. And Kelly's like, well, it's time to it's time to have a baby, and we get some more pulsing activity in the portal, uh, which is how you know, like your your once your pulses yes. get like every ten minutes, you need to go lay down because stuff yeah, is about to happen. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, the boys and Mary are just typing away, looking for signs of whatever, and Crowley is super bored. Um. But before we could really deal with Crowley, like Crowley's jokes, Sam is like, hey got a lead uh castiel's a complete fucking moron and he rented a place by the lake by his original human name for some reason even though we've clearly taught him to use a fake name no matter what he does even if it's just agent beyonce (laughs) yeah under the name of jimmy neutron really he was just like well i mean they're gonna do a background check so like i gotta actually be legit here I feel like Sam searched for Agent Beyonce first and then like mm-hmm. three or four down just decided he wouldn't have, but I got it. I got a check and then he got the hit got on it. Jimmy Neutron. So I, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's time to, to head out and go, go get him. And everybody gets up to leave except Dean says, no Crowley, you're not staying here and stabs him in the hand to the table, pins him to the table with the demon knife. Um, number one, I don't understand this because, and this is actually what happens. He just, takes the knife out yeah <laughs> i mean like the demon I, knife will kill you i don't understand like i don't why know I, this has never been a thing does not crowley have pinning could, properties or whatever yeah i am positive that crowley on more than one occasion has pulled the demon knife out of himself i feel like that has happened several times or at least that he's gotten like cut by it but like not yep. not mortally wounded uh also unless that's just dean's way of saying fucking stay here yeah, I mean, which is but, but like but it does not literally pin him to the table. You got we you, know that you guys have a demon proof chair like twenty feet away from this room. <laughs> like we that you have put Crowley in in the past. I'm just saying, like, I mean, it, it's not a rule, and I don't know why they put it here because then it doesn't matter in ten minutes. Also, so. also Crowley can teleport. Yeah, and like you guys are I in guess- Kansas, <laughs> and you have to drive to the Pacific Northwest in the Impala because Dean is afraid of planes. Like. <laughs> Yeah, how much easier yeah, would this whole <laughs> job be if he was not afraid of planes? It took him sixty hours to get there. I mean, um, it's at, at least at least fourteen hours. Like that woman's mm-hmm. gonna be, the, the baby is gonna be eighty five by the time it grew. By the time it has, <laughs> by the time they get there. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. But um, off they go. Yep. Uh, Kelly's in bed. Castiel is reassuring her. Uh, he talks about his taking a doula class. Um, yeah. which of course doesn't cover, you know, babies, that angel, are, babies. angel babies. Yeah. So, which they had kind of have a joke about. And you mentioned it earlier. And I feel, feel like this particular scene really seals it for me. Like this, the relationship that they seem to have developed totally off screen is really present here. Like they mm-hmm. having this little laugh and this, you know, this moment where Kelly is like, I just, I just wanted to thank you um is is a really, really sweet moment. And like, I, yeah. like where all of this is coming from, I don't know, but I don't care because it's good. Yeah, it's nice. Um, and you know, you can tell Castiel's keeping something from her here. 
Um, the giant portal the whole, to apocalypse world. The, the giant, the giant <laughs> portal thing. Like I, at this point, I was like, "What is going on in this episode? What is this portal? Who did Castiel see on the other side? Like, what the fuck is going on? Why did her water break and have gold?" Litter swirl around like what is in this episode what is happening i told sam some stuff and i need to get back to him i have i was I incorrect to, <laughs> i need to do some fact checking quick because sammy's gonna make some bold decisions based on some misinformation we also hear about something that happened when uh castiel was touched by the sunborn child and a couple episodes mm-hmm. ago in the fight with dagon um he saw the future and what yeah. he describes was a world without pain or hunger or want a world that this child will, will create a, a world without fear, suffering or hate paradise and the end of the supernatural series, because that would be a real boring TV show. If it was just the yeah. boys hanging out with no drama. Um, yep. Just drinking beer. So and never even getting hung over. Never getting, Ooh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> I have three wishes. You say, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's just put that one in the back pocket and let's keep yeah, going but let's let's let's, let's not forget about off. it <laughs> yeah. um this is interesting to me because supernatural has done prophecy stuff before with dean and sam um they've done future stuff before with like a the dean being brought into the quote-unquote future mm-hmm. to meet castiel the the yoga king orgy master yep, yep. um they've never really said like they never had something like this of like this is a person or a being that is going to create peace on earth forever um and there's a lot of questions about faith in this episode that we're going to get to a little bit in the back half of it and castiel obviously has faith in this child to do this i'm like that goal and what it represents to presumably everybody is is such a huge thing that I'm curious how they're going to deal like with an additional three seasons of this of this kid yeah. not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm it's just a it's just a big lofty thing to put in to a TV show. I guess it I'm sounds saying. like um okay next next season is the last season, which we know not to be true. Like if this is actually like a thing that could happen, now it's we got to defeat Lucifer one last time. We have to save everybody one last time. And then it will be peace on earth. But we know that's not going to happen, obviously, because there's three more seasons. Yep. So it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, the lights start to flicker and Castiel hears his boyfriend's car come down the driveway. Castiel's like, oh, God, ghosts. <laughs> not again. Not, not again. again. This is the last thing we need. <laughs> Can't believe I rented a haunted lake house. On top of everything else, it's just super fucking haunted. <laughs> um. He goes downstairs, and by the time he gets downstairs, the whole fam is there. So this is uh, Dean, Sam, and Mary. Uh, they immediately want to leave, but of course they can't. We Mary, star- or excuse me, Kelly starts kind of yelling and screaming out in pain. So Mary goes to check on that. Uh, Dean asks, like, "Hey, can you flame on again, um, like you did with Dagon, and presumably torch Lucifer?" And Castiel honestly doesn't know. He's like, "That wasn't even me. That was the kid. I, I don't really mm-hmm. know how that worked." Um, but Dean, who was still injured from the last episode where he got into that scrape, uh, oh yeah, it, and like he's still like he he touches his leg and Castiel's like, oh, share, come here, share, let me yeah, let me yeah. fix you up, share, oh, sorry. <laughs> Castiel does it like a really huge Benny impersonation. He's got Benny on the brain, right? Like he just goes full he's got Benny on the brain. Um, um, yeah, he heals Dean up, and he's like, oh shit, I forgot how good that feels. <laughs> man, cured my IBS too. Thank you, thank damn, you, Castiel. Damn. <laughs> 
a world without Sam's hangovers, just, you say. S- Sam's doing the forehead thing when Sam's making a realization of like, wait, you can fix IBS? You can fix IBS? You know, you've never asked? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Castillo, I know you smell it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, so Dean gets healed up. And meanwhile, Sam has gone outside uh, to check the warding on the place. Of course. When he notices there's a tear in reality over there. <laughs> so, uh, just Sam, you giant lovable nerd of like, I'm sure Castiel has warded this place, but not up to Sam Winchester standards. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. Sam Winchester being like, uh, you need to check your work, bro. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to check anyway. Maybe you missed, maybe, did you miss the shed? A lot of people forget Listen, the shed. It's not that I don't, it's not that I don't trust you. It's just that maybe you're not thinking of the shed. That's all. That's all you know, I'm saying. A lot That's of people miss the shed. Sometimes they don't let, you know, they get real lazy on garage doors. You know, those can be opened electronically. Like that, you could just fuck up a, a ward with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you need, by the way, I just found out that magic is stronger when cast by a virgin. So. Interesting enough. <laughs> Doesn't apply to anybody here, of course. Right, fellas? <laughs> he looks right, over at right, uh, my boys. <laughs> he looks over at Kelly, especially her. I mean, God. Especially her, am I right? She's really trying to prove that she's, you know, had the sex before. Dean is like, for the love of God, oh, Jesus Sam. Christ again. I'm going to push you into that dimensional rift, I swear to God. I'm a, the, you know, doing the show with you um we always come up with these dumb jokes about sam mm-hmm. and everything and then at the end of the season i feel like because uh, there's always a little bit of a delay between us um doing the finale and then having to do the feedback episode before we start the new season i wonder if we're going to remember any of this pregnant shit before season 13 or if we're just going to yeah, go it'll, totally it'll, something it'll be else. gone it'll be still be something else new it's always something new um sam sees the portal uh, Cass says the child being born is poking a hole in the fabric of the universe. And Dean's like, well, we have to, we have to go. Like he doesn't even question it. He's not like, no, Sam's like, yeah, you got the, the wards are fine. I checked them. It's yeah. all good. Shed's yeah, good. good. <laughs> let's go. Let's, let's go through the portal. Rock and roll. If there's a key, then there must be a lock. Sam says, and then he jumps into the portal. And then he just jumps into the portal. Uh, I like that he's like, oh, so this is like that alternate dimension, like when we were actors on TV, remember? Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's you like, were oh, Polish. Yeah, back on season six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so they go through the portal and we arrive in Apocalypse World. This time it's daytime. Uh, and there's just, I don't know if it's just the increased light. But boy, there's just mm-hmm. a lot of bodies just everywhere. Uh, somebody, sure somebody let the bodies hit the floor, Chris. I don't know who mm-hmm. it was, but yeah. somebody... Yeah let them hit that the sounds like a joke that dean should make it's, you think dean's but unfortunately t- he hasn't heard any song past 1991 i was about to say so. like when dean throws on the radio to like you know 97.5 k-rock like do you think mm-hmm. that he's like jamming out to like good like it, modern it's only a matter of time you know nirvana's uh, plays on classic rock stations now yeah, that's true. I, i'm sure this stuff you know there's that there's a meme going around like right now about like oh you think of uh final fantasy 20 years ago looks like this and it's a super old like super nintendo game Mm -hmm. 20 years ago was like the playstation 2 it was a modern thing Mm -hmm. 20 years ago now that was my chemical romance or whatever you know like that's not nirvana anymore (laughs) not that i don't think mcr be playing where am i going anyway they go through the portal yes they go through the portal (laughs) there's bodies everywhere bodies everywhere they they hit the floor uh and surprise the person that castiel met earlier was none other than bobby singer um yeah i was um i was pretty excited to see him because i didn't expect that it was it was a nice little thing and it doesn't really matter it's not like they resurrected bobby again nope. or anything like that Alternate universe. but it made me made me super happy to just see his face mm-hmm. um especially after he personally addressed you and i jeremy mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and yeah so we find out that um there has been a war between heaven and hell 
on Earth in this dimension, and the few humans in between are just just fighting it out, just living as long as they can. Um, but yeah, in this reality, this Bobby does not know Sam or Dean Winchester. He's heard of a John Winchester yep. from like 40 years ago um, because he knew a Mary Campbell who was in love with said John Winchester. Um, she was she herself was killed 10 years ago by Azazel. So this is essentially the world where Sam and Dean were never born. Yep. Um, Bobby's look. What do you think? His fit? What, what, do you think about his, what do you think about his drip? He's got some drip, man. He's, I mean, we, I, I honestly, I, don't, I can't even really, he had that little scarf thing on. A fucking beret um, with the scarf? Yeah. Like, he's looking. All I could, I was just, I don't even think I was paying attention to his outfit. I was just so happy to see him. I was, I was, dude, the beret had me focused. Like, I might have yeah, to, I might have, focus, I might have to yeah. go back and pause that and just be like. Man. Rate the fit. Rate the fit. <laughs> some, some good shit, Bobby Singer. You're doing yeah, good. Yeah. Meanwhile, Mary is helping uh, Kelly, um, whose contractions are coming quicker and quicker. And uh, Kelly says, tells Mary, I'm dying. And Mary says, in Mm -hmm. a very sympathetic and empathetic tone, I know. And Kelly responds with, it's okay. Wouldn't you die for your sons? Um, And I'll be honest. I thought that that right there, that line was like, oh, they're killing Mary off in this episode. Mm -hmm. Like something's going Mm -hmm. to happen if we're we're talking about dying for sons. Um, Yep. Um, but no, instead it's just two tremendous actresses, like having this emotional moment with each other and it's super fucking great. Like, I love it. Yeah. Super good. Uh, Kelly and Mary don't know each other. No, not at all. They might've met. I don't know, but yeah, I don't think they'd know each other at all, but I think it is sort of that like camaraderie. They have both tried to explain to Sam Winchester what pregnancy is, which does form a bond, but it's not like that forms a bond like no other. Um, it's like being, it's like being TikTok friends, but not Facebook friends. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Um, but no, I think that, you know, it's like one mother to another. It, it, it's a sort of relationship that nobody else there could, like, you know, understand. Yeah. And I think that that immediately makes Kelly kind of comfortable with Mary. And it's it's just, it's very nice. It's just all around. I, I felt good watching the actors act these characters on this episode. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, this is <laughs> End all, of podcast. <laughs> this is all good stuff. The actors acted good. See you next yeah. week, everybody. <laughs> We go back to Bobby, who said that uh, the portal opening up set off a bunch of alarms at his place. Um, he almost killed Castiel because killing angels is both his hobby and his passion. Um, mm-hmm. And he kind of holds up this assault rifle, which is filled with angel killing bullets, uh, basically bullets that have been made with angel shards of angel blades, um, yeah. which we've seen before. Crowley did this many seasons ago mm-hmm. uh, and never bothered to do it again, which I've always felt was weird. Uh, but Dean is like, so impressed with this and he's like that is awesome and like castiel yeah, like, just looks tight as fuck castiel just looks at him with, with their are you <laughs> yeah. fucking serious right now dude my dude he gives him the side i oh like my can God. You, are you seriously saying you're excited about ki- like an angel killing gun right the now the side but eye I, of this which and then, and then Dean, you know he knows he knows he got busted but he um also the gun's named rufus of course can't forget that oh yeah um, good point good 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 spot gotta, uh, yeah, yeah. gotta point that out but um yeah it's this is really the extent to which we see bobby but again great to see him dean's really excited moment and then (laughs) the side eye from castiel is fantastic well we're we're gonna um we're gonna kind of speed up the plot a little bit uh the boys and castiel come out of the portal they see crowley um they kind of obviously crowley or crowley's like i've got the plan we 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 got this We, we know what we're gonna do um he just pulled himself out of that like knife pinned problem so like who cares um castiel goes to talk to kelly uh and has mary leave the room while sam and dean are loading up and like gearing obviously like doing the weapon gear up thing but we don't know what they're going to do yet we don't know what the plan is uh when yeah. 
we have this kind of first conversation about faith and Dean says, you know, I don't have any faith whatsoever in the kid, but I have faith in us. And the us that he's referring mm-hmm. to is him and Sam and Mary and Castiel and even Crowley sometimes. Like he's got faith in, in yep. the work that they do together. Um, and so- I love this for Dean because Dean, who has always been about family and all that stuff, has at the same time been just as judgmental and distrusting over the years. And it's caused rifts between him and Cass, him and Sam, whoever it was, even him and Mary earlier this season. But but Dean's at a point right now where he seems like he's able to be more reflective and understanding of everything. So I actually really love everything that's happened between him and Castiel this season. Me too. As much as they keep disagreeing, they keep taking different paths. But Dean keeps being really understanding with with Castiel. And it's just really, it's a maturity that's really nice to see in these characters. Um, Because, yeah, up to this point, he doesn't believe the things that Castiel believes. He doesn't really like what's going on here, but he knows that they're all going to f- figure this out, including Castiel. Even if Castiel's judgment is wrong, he knows that Cass is going to be there to help them set it right. And that's very, very nice. I really like it. I also look at this as a continuing character development for Dean um, overall, yeah. because at the end of season 11, when he was prepared to sacrifice himself, he was doing the suicide bomb thing to kill Amara, but instead solved it just by talking. Right. Like they, he mm-hmm. talked Chuck and Amara through their issues and saved the day. And now since then, he has been so much more open to, you know, when Sammy said, hey, let's go be with the British Men of Letters. Dean was like, man, fuck, no, this sucks. But if, if that's what you're going to do, like, I'm not going to let you do it alone. Like, I'm going to be here for you. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to complain constantly the entire time because that is my personality. Yeah. But right. I'm not going to argue like we're not going to move out of the bunker. Like, right. We're not going yeah, to break I, up again. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know. Obviously, we're talking about it now, but I, I like Dean more this season than I have in in years. Which isn't to say I disliked him, it, but I'm like really happy with with who he is in season twelve. Yeah, which is surprising because so much of this season has just been all over the place. Well, and- but it just feels like they brought Dean to a really great mature place that has helped every all the other characters like stick together and like, you know do what they need. I'm also. And, and this is just a like there hasn't been a lot of Dean pain this season mm-hmm. um, that that classic like Dean has to feel super guilty about something that he did or he has to constantly be in agonizing turmoil because of something that he needs to do but doesn't want to do or something that he can't do or whatever like none of that has really existed he's really just been kind of this leader throughout most of the season and even yeah. when he was just going along with the British Men of Letters he was doing so in a really smart fashion like he didn't let mick get away with being all weird with the werewolf thing yeah um yeah like he's been on top of things at the same time that he's been at this kind of agreeable mature person like you're saying and this <laughs> is a representation of that right like i've seen him saying like i don't know anything about this baby but i have faith in us that w- we together can work on that and also just like continuing that conversation from the end of the previous episode where him and sam and mary kind of him and Mary mostly, but him and Sam and Mary had that, you know, we're, we're family. Like we, we can't change the things that we've done to each other. We can only believe that they've made us become the people we are today. And we have to mm-hmm. like those people. Like that's a continuation of that, I think as well. So it's really nice. I'm with it's, you. it's a good place to good, good yeah. Dean stuff. Um, Castiel reassures Kelly. Uh, remember this is, this is for paradise. And then Castiel and the boys walk outside and are immediately confronted by Lucifer who just showed up. So not worried about the wards on the shed where we Sam didn't didn't fuck with those shed wards and now look what happened he's right there 
Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yep. This is we told you. Sam is face palming so hard right now. God. Um, it's an alternate universe. So yeah, they go outside. <laughs> it's funny because Lucifer's just like there. He's just like, chilling. They just walk outside. Yeah. It's like, oh, there he is. Um, I, you know, Jared is always pulling out the oh shit, I'm traumatized by this individual, mm-hmm. and you know, Sam's putting on a brave face. He's not going to back down, but you could see the fear, the tears in his eyes. Um, it always you know grounds this shit a little bit for me. Yep. Um, and he's like, yo, Chuck is going to stop you lucifer just like he did last time um you know we got we got god on call now which they don't really but i did actually appreciate that they made a callback because i mean they've done it a few times this episode but callbacks are always good because sometimes it just feels like it's forgetting stuff that's come before like they never specifically mention anything but he's like no no no. last season when we had your dad around (laughs) remember that yeah remember when we knew uh, god and like he would just call us on the phone for a while like that was a thing that Mm -hmm. happened um dean was making out with god's sister for like and dean's like shut up sam no, shut up dude, dude. embarrassing me in front of aunt, i haven't told cass yet cass told me okay dean you didn't even tell me yeah. cass told me cass told me all right you made out with the sister of god you think cass don't know <laughs> uh lucifer has a long routine and they kind of go back and forth between our team free will and lucifer of what lucifer's plan is and it's back lucifer does call sam a virgin and sam is like how'd you know he's like flattered that lucifer noticed yeah absolutely you're back interesting huh weird yeah um But they, they, the conversation they have is Lucifer just basically saying, like, yeah, it's apocalypse time. Like, I'm going to get my boy. We're going to yeah. just create hell on Earth again. Um, because, why, like, why not? Like, I can. Like, it just seems mm-hmm. fun. Um, and then, yep. you know, the boys look at each other and are like, all right, let's do this. Castiel, like, makes a move on Lucifer and he's just immediately swatted away. And in a very funny moment, the boys look at each other. And then just immediately run away, <laughs> which we have. Yeah. I don't think ever, I, ever we've have never seen. seen that yeah. shit, ever, ever, <laughs> never, ever, ever. We have we seen this shit. So I was like, okay, well, they got a plan because they've never done that before. Yeah. That is the most un like the Winchesters are are dumb to the point that they would watch their angel friend get tossed and then be like us too and yeah, just run after immediately him. go after um, them exactly. But because they didn't, I was like, well, this is all part of the plan. We're okay. Um, and of course, they run over to the portal. And, yeah. and Lucifer has this running monologue about how much time this is taking. And then he sees the portal and is like, oh, wait a minute. I am down with this vibe. I am 100% yeah, yeah. into what you have going on here. He's like, oh, we're vibing. All right, let me vibe. So Sam and Dean jump through. Lucifer follows. Uh, Sam shows up. And of course, Lucifer is like, what the fuck is happening? Um, but before really anything can happen, Dean is there. And Dean says, I have a bet with a friend on whether or not these angel killing bullets will work with archangels. And then he just starts unloading in Lucifer's chest. Dude. Uh, so it's good. incredible. Feels, feels, <laughs> it's incredible. feels very cathartic. Wish it would just kill. He's wish just, it had just killed him, man. How good. Dude, imagine if this just killed <laughs> if this him. This just killed him. I'd be so fucking happy, dude. Like it'd be so fucking good. Like, like they've got, they've got Sam and Crowley behind the rocks over there playing in their spell. And then Dean's just like, whoa, 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 hold up. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I think he's, he's fucking dead. He's just dead. Dude, we did it. We're done. <laughs> we fucking did it, dude. They high five. They go back. And then now we got another problem on our hands. Something else. Who cares? Lucifer's but dead. That, Hallelujah. Praise God, the Lord. God, it would have been fucking incredible. The only thing that would make that better is if it was a angel killing grenade launcher. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dean got to oh, use yeah. that, right? Like if he just yep. literally yep. blew up Dude. and Lucifer <laughs> just, just scattered to the winds and like a sign comes up that says he's dead. Dude. <laughs> 
I hope we get more of Gun Nut D in the next couple seasons. <laughs> I come in to do it, man. It, it, it totally makes sense. It's just it's so fucking funny. All right. Um so yeah, he unloads into Lucifer. Yeah. Meanwhile, Sam runs over uh and he's doing some some spiral work with Crowley behind a rock. Um the bullets unfortunately do not kill Lucifer and uh sam and crowley talk and the plan is to do the ritual to close the rift and they're basically going to leave the devil in this world chris mm-hmm. this is kind of a dick move huh <laughs> like oh yeah like oh, yeah. i mean th- i know the world is already pretty shitty <laughs> but like put the second <laughs> they just de- met new bob <laughs> put the second He's devil the in can apocalypse world <laughs> can you can you bring new Bobby with you? It just can you guys swap? Can you make a trade? It just seems because now Bobby's got it pretty bad already, and now you're dropping Lucifer on it. A second, presumably a second Lucifer, right? Like there's already a Lucifer yes. in this world. Yeah. So now there's two Lucifers who are definitely not going to like each other. Like they'll fuck once, and then they're going no. to be enemies mm-hmm. for life. Mm-hmm. You know how that shit rolls. And I bet, I bet alternate. Well, I was going to say alternate universe Lucifer probably looks like Sam, but Sam doesn't exist in this one. Yeah, so. yeah. So he looks like. I don't know. It looks like Rick Springfield or whatever the hell his name was. (laughs) But man, like how much of a dick move is it to drop a second Satan on on Apocalypse World? On new Bobby. On new Bobby. On brand new Bobby. You know, we've been trying to get a new Bobby for years now. And this is how you do him. This is dirty. What's what's worse? Dropping a second lucifer on new bobby or getting bobby kicked out of heaven like which one uh, like how how dirty he, he fucking the disrespect bobby took a bullet to the brain for these boys <laughs> fucking absolute just he let he let them sleep in the upstairs bedrooms i mean and he took a bullet to the brain do you remember that time that he took dean or maybe it was sam out to like throw a ball around in a yard yeah i mean he's playing catch oh man i can't remember if he baked sam a birthday cake or if i just wrote about that on our ao3 website you know, i think we, i think his, it was AO3. his heaven was him chilling with the boys that's true it's absolutely watching kung true. fu movies and drinking beer drinking brews. and then the action and then fucking sam winchester castiel pop in they go by the way bro by the way how's heaven how's heaven treating you what about jail do you uh do you like this how would you like to have this for the last time and for eternity because that's what we're yeah. doing right here is although bobby was locked in hell in season eight and sam went in and rescued, rescued him from, from hell from, that's true yeah from one of the god trials mm-hmm. but i mean he's <laughs> so <laughs> but he's still fucked up the mean, thing. anyway one step forward two steps back is what i'm saying yeah, that's, <laughs> like, well you know that's that's the same winchester motto yeah <laughs> you don't want you do one good thing to try to per- work up two bad things but i just think yeah. i just wanted to call it out that dropping a second lucifer on fucking new bobby and apocalypse world is just the coldest shit i've seen the boys do in a long time and of course it's crowley's yeah. plan so of course um but anyway so crowley they're working the spell and then he says we need one more ingredient to heal this rift a life yes um so crowley finally shows himself to lucifer they have a bit of a standoff but uh, hey we I, I never liked you we're gonna enjoy killing each other whatever the hell it is the boys run towards the rift um and then crowley explains how much he just personally hates lucifer and how it's going to make him so happy to wipe the smile off of his face um he turns and says bye boys in a way that was kind of i was like oh shit <laughs> like i don't know it wasn't just a, i'm about to fight this dude it was well i'm about to do what i'm about to do which is sacrifice himself probably plunges the blade into himself and kills himself essentially he is using his own life for the spell which I don't know what planet Crowley is on that he's doing this, but 
I'll I'll take it. I I'm man. We 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 got to talk in depth about this because immediately after Let's this, uh, you know, the boys are rushing back to the portal. Castiel shows up and is rushing towards Lucifer with another angel blade. Um, Dean is getting pulled back by Sam to try to get out of here as this thing starts going crazy. Um, my understanding of what their plan was was I thought a good one was to have yeah. Crowley or Crowley's plan was to sacrifice himself to close this portal that opened up. So with the boys on the other side, Lucifer on this side, thus saving the world from Lucifer, um, and thus like giving and, and, and preventing Lucifer from having something that he wants, right? Like just really mm-hmm. sticking it to him. But what ends up happening is like several people come back and forth across this fucking rift, like multiple yeah. times about before the end of the episode. So I was kind of upset that my boy Crowley like had this like last moment of, I don't want to say heroism, but just genuine, like fuck you Lucifer in him, right? Like mm-hmm. just, just genuine. He, like, yeah, let's, it's not even heroism. Like you said, it's him reclaiming, reclaiming, something of himself that was lost which is like you know what i hate my job i hate everything i do but the old crowley would would do something drastic to just stick it to the fuck dude which is of course what caused all these problems all season we've been complaining about but there is just that like that's that villainous spark in him that goes like you know what fuck you dude i don't care yeah (laughs) i'll 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 trap myself in here i'll kill myself i don't care if it makes your life miserable i'll do it and it's this level of like pettiness that is it is crowley um, but then, yeah, it kind of just doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, that's and that's my problem with it is like they just keep going back and forth across the portal for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Castiel stalks over. He stabs Lucifer in the stomach. Um. Kelly starts like glowing, and then a pulse hits, and Kelly is kind of thrown back, and Mary is thrown back to the other side of the room. Um. The boys are standing in front of the portal on our side of it. And just staring, like waiting for Castiel to come through, and you just have this like you could see this look of dread on Dean's face as he's like, "Fuck, like no, like mm-hmm. I can't, no, I can't, like I'm this is gonna be a whole thing. This is gonna be a whole arm thing again. Like this is gonna take forever. Like I don't, yeah, uh, it's gonna be a whole goddamn arm. <laughs> this thing. is gonna be a season where the bullshit I have to go through <laughs> yeah. to get Castiel back. Yeah, and he I was go fi- down to Louisiana and dig up his bones God again. Damn oh. it, this is gonna take fucking forever. I don't even know those dudes anymore. Um, but <laughs> Castiel in fact does show up out on, from the from the portal uh, and as he's standing there and there's like this moment of release of tension and then an angel blade shows up in his stomach from the back yeah. and he is stabbed in the back from lucifer uh and castiel's dead that's our third castiel death dude is dead um we knew this we should say yeah i i, I got i, had been I got spoiled. it spoiled like yeah. god like i want to say two or three days before i watch this um, for me did I do it? No, not from you. Um, from uh, our Twitter, somebody. Uh, it was just something that came into us. I gotta learn not to look at anything. <laughs> I got. We're gonna have to be very careful, especially now that Supernatural is about to end. Jeremy, yeah, no man. more looking at any DMs or anything because that was my mistake. Because I looked at something and then I was like, "Fuck, son of a bitch." Um, so I was a little bit when this happened. I was just like, "Because mm-hmm, I I had just got it spoiled and I was pissed off about it." Um, and it happened so suddenly that like I couldn't even like take it in i was just like yep all right well that sucks i guess let's keep moving well and again and just um, like with rowena like and and i don't really care you know it's spoilers are spoilers nowadays yeah it is what it is um, I mean, it's not gonna like ruin the show for me yeah. but it's just sort of like well i'm pretty sure 
Misha Collins is still on Supernatural. I literally, so. but like, I saw like a, one of those entertainment magazines at the grocery store and was for season fifteen or whatever, and I was like, well, I'm buy that. I guess I'm a fucking Supernatural yeah. fucking weirdo. Why not? Um, yeah. I, 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 I this, so this doesn't have a lot of weight for me. Um, mm-hmm. Dean's reaction to this later in the episode has carries yes. all of the weight, and I, that got me. And I have a feeling that uh, when I watch the first episode of season 13, when he's probably going to be processing this, uh, I'm assuming with a lot of alcohol that that's going to also fucking destroy me because Jensen can really yeah. pull that shit off. Um, I just hope it doesn't like wreck Dean's character development and like, yeah, you know, have him doing stupid reckless shit again. Cause we don't need that. It's, I like the boys being more mature, you know, they can carry their pain in different ways. It doesn't have to be the same thing every time. It's going to be really weird. Um, going into season 13, which in my head is, you know, we got the Scooby Natural episode, and we've got the yeah. Wayward Sisters oh, yeah. episode, and all that stuff like ahead of us. So, like, I'm super curious about all of that and how that's going to work out. But like, also starting it with something like this, as traumatic to Dean as this, is also going to be you know how how they deal with that. Um, yeah. before they can really process anything that happens, Mary comes out. Um, there's some back and forth with Lucifer, and he's like you know being super shitty. Um, and then she rears back and punches him and we see that she's using the hexed up brass knuckles from the first episode of season 12 yeah chris it's very very rare that i ask things from supernatural and then i get them (laughs) so Mm -hmm. when it happens i have to call it out i don't know if you remember season 12 episode one or or could it might have been the second episode i don't remember now but when these brass knuckles came into play all i said was i just want these things to keep coming back like i think this is Mm -hmm. the coolest idea ever and Mary wearing them and punching the shit out of the devil is about the best way they could deliver that to me. So thank you. Yep. Thank you, Andrew Dab. Thank you, Robert Singer. I appreciate <laughs> that. Thank you so much. And she said earlier in this episode, she's like, oh, yeah, I've always wanted to punch the devil in the face. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, and she does. And he's like, what is that going to do? And then she just fucking unloads on this dude. I love it, dude. These, and he's, it's fucking him up. Like, he's bleeding and he's, you know, getting, you know, she and she's fucking wailing it on him. Yeah. We should also say that before she does this, she's like, says i love you to her her sons yeah and then she clobbers this dude yeah uh as this fight is happening as he's as she's punching the hell out of him uh lucifer grabs her uh, as he's falling back and pulls her and himself through to the through the portal to apocalypse world mm-hmm. and then the portal closes uh yeah. weirdly i think i actually did know about this from like years ago i think i remember reading a spoiler like lucifer and mary winchester end up in another dimension i was like dude what i think honestly i think because you remember we covered wayward sisters and i think during that episode they cut to like a scene maybe that's what it was lucifer and mary in it um because i kind of i kind of knew about this as well um yeah the boys are are stunned they're just standing there they're shocked a lot has just happened uh sam sees like this glowing from kelly's room um so he rushes in and leaves Dean to collapse at Castiel's side. And Dean just like, there's this long shot of the camera kind of going up and Dean is just staring at the sky. Like, man, mm-hmm. fuck you. Like that's, that's when it got yeah. me. That's when the, the emotions hit a little bit because I know that it's not like I'm, we're not going to see Castiel again. Like we're, we're good. We're all set with that. Um, but seeing Dean's grief is still like, it, it hits you in the, in, in, in the heart. And, and Jensen sells that shit extremely well. And, like he's just so shocked it's not even like the full-blown emotional meltdown it's just like i you know they're always prepared for their friends to die that's the way that it goes but it's just it happened so fast i think and i think jensen actually does reflect that in his reaction Mm -hmm. of just dropping to his knees and just looking up at the sky like what just happened 
two seconds ago, we had the squad. We had everything figured out. Now Crowley is dead. Castiel is dead. Mom and Lucifer just fell through this portal and like his brain is shutting down. Yeah, 100%. Like he is, he's just staring like kind of slack jawed at the sky with this look of grief on his face of like, where did this all go wrong? Like what Mm -hmm. in the fuck possibly happened? Um, Sam goes upstairs, finds Kelly um, dead, um, open eyed, hands crossed over her chest. Uh, He he shuts her eyes. Uh, This is weird. I don't necessarily care about the specifics of this, but she just birthed a full, or like a full adult child. And I don't necessarily like, I don't need supernatural to gruesomely kill another woman or anything. I just like, why did she have to die? If she wasn't like, I think so. Is it an I'm just going to say that I, I assume that it was an energy thing Mm -hmm. that she didn't actually give birth to a human size thing. She gave birth to the, the celestial energy, I guess. And that was just enough to just, just like, you know, take her life away um which she's known for this whole time her her soul her body would not be strong enough to withstand um bringing this life force into the world um and i'm just gonna assume it's not a physical thing at all but more of a metaphysical thing and that when the child was born the light formed into the the teen that we see here yes um which is what it is he follows footprints um I looked it's like scorch marks, scorch marks. I looked very closely because I was curious if this was going to be an Amara situation where uh, she's, you know, starts as a child and kind of ages up, although it would be much more mm-hmm. rapid. Um, I couldn't tell if the, if the footprints changed size at all. I think they I don't think they did. Oh, interesting. Yeah, um, I don't know. But he goes to the room to this empty crib and uh, he's kinda, look at you. Clue master. You were looking. Dude, you, were, you, were looking. you know, look, we made some jokes and then I take jokes seriously and then it becomes my identity. That's pretty much how the last two decades have worked. <laughs> so <laughs> if, if we are jokingly calling ourselves clue masters, well, guess what? I got to live up to it now. So yep, yep. <laughs> that's how my broken brain deals with reality. Everybody. <laughs> um, but he sees a, a person um, kind of crouched, uh, shrouded in darkness with glowing gold eyes uh crouched next to the crib and is just there and that's we end give an evil smile i think it's an evil smile i don't even remember seeing the the smile to be honest with you i just thought it was i could have made that up that could have been my interpretation but that's the last thing we see is this is this newborn's face and um it almost feels like an unceremonious way to end the season it's just like boom that's it so wait wait three months four months now until the show comes back it's weird sorry i dropped something um it's weird because (laughs) um we had the season finale like yes the last episode 22 felt like the conclusion of most of what season 12 had been about outside of this cosmic bullshit so having Mm -hmm. like this second conclusion feels a, it makes it feel a little strange like it's almost like we're yeah. kind of it's set up for for the next season and it feels almost like a half step like it's almost like they could have done some of this like they could have come back to this in season 13 but they wanted to end and i don't look and, and I, I think the plan was always to end with this stuff don't get me wrong um but i it, it just feel it just makes you feel weird like it doesn't feel like the typical supernatural finale for some reason or maybe it does like they like to end on these like cliffhangers of what the fuck just happened yeah. so maybe maybe it does and i'm just i'm, I'm kind of blocking it out of my memory this it just sort of feels like okay i'm ready to watch the next episode more like a oh shit you know um there's been so many season finales where we go oh my god holy crap but this one i was just like all right what's what's next and because of weird like, just <laughs> because of weird podcast scheduling like we're not going to need to watch the next episode for like two weeks maybe three yeah, weeks weird so that's weird um 
I, I might just cheat and just watch it twice uh, because I think I might need to use some of the footage for the video for the next scene theme song. Oh, but oh. Uh, also, I'm just genuinely very curious how they're going to handle this. Um, mm-hmm. I've heard pro- very positive things about season 13, so I'm kind of stoked to get into Good. it. Uh, Good. I feel like this is as weird as it made me feel at the ending, leaving Dean with this, you know, like the, the, in the last episode, him and Sam backs against the wall after trying to chip away through concrete it said you know at the beginning of all of this like for a while we had mom back we had Kaz back like we were all together like it felt like things were perfect but it was good and at the end of that episode he has most of that repaired and then to have all of that ripped even further from him now his mom is in a different yeah. universe he has to babysit some weird nephilim kid um, he's constantly, constantly having to correct Sam on all of the pregnancy stuff because mm-hmm. Jack is fully, fully adult grown. Which that gets extremely annoying. I bet Sam was like, "Was I that big when I was?" <laughs> like, well, yes, Sam, you, 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 were, you were, but, but that like, is you not. Were not yeah. I wasn't. But you, yes, you were. <laughs> As a matter of fact, you, you were. It was very strange. <laughs> um, but having all of that stuff ripped from Dean and having him what i have to imagine is just going to absolute collapse in season 13 and have to come back from that is going to be super interesting to see i'm extremely saddened by i don't know how they're gonna do the rowena stuff um i am extremely saddened that they even baited us with this like if they were Mm -hmm. it feels worse knowing that she's going to be on the screen back in the show in some form or the other and like i don't know if that's alternate universe rowena or magically resurrected rowena or whatever like i just i just have seen her in other episodes like in screenshots and stuff so i know she comes back but i am just super disappointed that they were like yeah let's just kill off one of the coolest characters that we've invented on the show and let's do it in such Mm -hmm. a shitty hammy bullshitty kind of way um and i know like you know supernatural has always been this way so you know we make complaints which we have very much yep. so recently mm-hmm. make a lot of complaints. And I know maybe we should take it with a grain of salt because Supernatural isn't necessarily like other types of shows. Like Supernatural is always going to kill because that's the, just what it does. It's part of um, But it still doesn't feel good, you know? So um, it's, it's weird. It, it, yeah, the tease, like you said, bringing her up and then being like, oh, but you won't actually see her and she's super dead. Um, it's it's fucked. Yeah, it's fucked. Totally fucked. Um, Crowley as a character. I don't know if you know this, Chris, but I'll go ahead and tell you this. Uh, Mark Shepard does not come back on the show. So I thought there was. Yeah, I, I remember hearing something about that. There was almost like not. I don't know if it was beef or if it was just like that's how you did my character. All right, bye. I don't. I'm not plugged in. Obviously, uh, from what I've picked up on, that that is exactly it. Is of like I. That's what you guys want to do. Like, and he was apparently relatively vocally. Uh, it, unhappy with the treatment of crowley in the last season so um well that makes sense yeah so i mean we. we were too let's get him on the podcast yeah, yeah. mark if you're out there hit us up uh, mark you deserve better but um i am super bummed that a character like crowley who is such a cool villain had gotten pigeonholed into just this anti-lucifer character for a mm-hmm. long time and i uh, also like it, and it doesn't matter, but like they just completely forgot that I guess Lucifer is can like control Crowley, so that didn't even come up at the end. Like, or maybe that oh, doesn't yeah. work with the vessel in an alternate world, or I don't know. But yeah. all of that, it, it just goes to show how much bullshit all of that like vessel back and forth was. Like, nobody gives yeah. a fuck about it, and especially me. And I'm just bummed that like he made the sacrifice, like they they tried to redeem the character, knowing that he was going out, and then just like kind of walked all over that too. And I, 
um yeah not super here for it not great not great but um i guess we'll find out soon chris jack is here jack's here um I'll, I guess I'll stop talking shit about him now. You've, you've um, talked shit about him. We, yeah. what, what, what is your official position going forward in season 13 so people can be mad, us, mad at us on Twitter? Um, you know, I don't, don't tell me how old he is. I, you've, I've heard it a million times. I, I can see a teenager when, it, when I see one, so you know? A, I can identify a teen. A baby. That's a teen, That's a bro. teen. That is somebody, I don't care if he's my age. That is somebody and or older. That should not be twerking on TikTok is what that is. No, right there. He's a teen. He's a teen. We're his parents. Oh, okay. wait. Oh, Hold well, on. Geez. Yeah, I, that's a bummer. Okay, sorry. This is insensitive. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> signing off from Monster of the Week. Uh, give me your final thoughts on season 12. All right. I think I'm, this is going to be a good one to talk about on the, the season wrap up because there's this, this season was a lot and, and, it, and it covered a lot of ground. It had some absolutely phenomenal episodes. It had some of the worst we've seen. Um, and this episode in particular, I, I, it was solid. Like all this, this stuff that we need to still unpack is there. Um, but as a viewer, I was entertained. It felt like a supernatural finale. The sets and everything felt good. Brings in all the major players for the most part. Um, I don't feel completely satisfied with everything. But like you said, that's kind of a lot of that was taken care of last episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's still a lot to unpack, but overall I, I liked this episode. The last couple have been pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Um, I'm excited to see what's going to happen with season 13. I think that's probably mm-hmm. the biggest thing that I could say about it. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm just super fucking stoked for it. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, yeah. we got a lot of stuff to talk about at the end of this podcast, Chris. We have, we have, yep. we have yep. admin, if you will. We got admin. Uh, first off, I want to say a huge thank you. To our friends Banshee Beat and Heather Millette uh, yes. for their part in the creation and execution of the Hunks of Summer. Uh, this is the finale episode, so I'm not even going to put that in this episode. So that was you heard it last last week. That was the last time you're going to hear it, unless you go to SoundCloud slash Monster of the Week Podcast or go to our YouTube slash MOTW Cast. Or actually, our YouTube is Monster of the Week Podcast too, so that works out. Um, mm-hmm. But you can go to those places, listen to it. They did an absolutely stellar job on an idea that Chris had. That I don't know why we want to make people cry with our theme songs. It doesn't it just felt something about it just work, man. If you Google what like if you're starting a podcast and you ask anybody or you Google or you read any article about starting a podcast, they're gonna tell you like you want something quick, short, upbeat, into something to get you in the podcast. What you do yeah. not need is a seven minute song with three different verses mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. talking about the hugs of summer. Um but I think we got the amount of feedback that we got for it was extremely positive. Um and just thank you to Banshee Beat and Heather for doing that with us. Uh, thank you for everybody listening and sharing that. We so so much appreciate it. It's it's crazy to think like I'll probably listen to that song for the rest of my life and to think about the time that I spent covering Supernatural with my friend Jeremy. And it's 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 it really I've been really just so happy with the way that it came out and and it made me realize how much all this means. So it's been it's been nice. It's um I really thought because that we we started that right around the time that we were uh like things with covid 19 was kind of getting out of hand mm-hmm. and that to me was going to be like my quarantine memory of oh like i spent a ridiculous amount of time working yeah. on this like i was learning new software i was i was learning new ways to get materials like I, we were i was learning all kinds of new shit uh and i thought 
oh this that's gonna be my, like my big quarantine memory right um and instead yeah. here we are like seven months later kind of still in quarantine <laughs> so yeah. i'm looking at down the barrel of another video project it probably gonna be doing you know during quarantine mm-hmm. um anyway uh Thank you to all of the Hunks of Summer stuff. We really appreciate that. Uh, We have a feedback episode next week. So we will not be going immediately into season 13, episode one. Instead, we want us to, excuse me, we want you to send us your thoughts about our coverage of season 12, season 12 as a whole, your thoughts of Supernatural so far. Um, If you want to try to guess what our theme song is going to be next for next season, I would love that. Uh, Yes. Yes. I will. Should we give them a clue? I don't know. I, Hmm. What do you what do you think the clue would be? What if it's the year that the song was released? Okay. You think that you think that will spill it too much? No, I don't think that'll spill it too much. So the the, the song came out in 1991. Yeah. Um so please send in your ideas of what the song could be. Uh we we have it picked out. We're getting music done. We have lyrics written. I'm working on videos. So like it's already done. You're not going to you're not going to change anything, uh, but also no. just s- send us in your, whatever you want to talk about on season 12. Uh, we have, I'm pretty excited to have our guest for, for this. So it's going to be super exciting. Um, Patreon.com slash monster of the week to support the show. We mixed up our tiers a little bit. Uh, originally it was $5 a month to get the early feeds episodes. We've reduced that down to mm-hmm. $3 per month. Um, so if you're already there and you're at the one or $2 era, you can kick it up just a little bit. Uh, and if you're at that $5 level or you just want to jump on, like that's a perfect place to do it. Uh, that also gets you access to our discord which once again thank you so much to our discord for being super cool people and writing us a fucking song like that's yes we we're not worthy that song brought tears to my eyes chris i listened to it 20 times that day it was just the nicest thing that somebody has done for me for a long time so yeah just keep waking up to beautiful things in that discord (laughs) it's crazy dude it's absolutely crazy uh Thank you, everybody, also for listening and supporting the show. We really appreciate that. I've been talking a really long time. Um, We'll be back next week with more feedback. Chris, say bye. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm getting excited. I'm getting real excited. Any, if you've got any, if you want to read through this and, and have any changes or anything, um, just just let me know. I am okay. It's, it's not 100 percent locked down, but uh, it's it's pretty close. So. I can't wait to fucking hear it, dude. <laughs> the dude, this middle section I, that went through so many fucking stupid ass. I, it was just bad, dude. It was so so bad. Um, at one point, like I was reading through it, I'm like. This isn't funny or interesting. What am I doing? <laughs> like, it's not. It's not funny, sad, or interesting. Why yeah. is it here? And like, just try and then having to go back to the to the drawing board on it. So, I think you nailed it. I think it was worth it. Cool. I can't wait to listen to it and cry, dude. I can. I'm, I'm dying to get for Dylan. Just to I was seriously listening to Hugs of Summer the other day, just like emotional at my desk at work, being like, "Fuck, dude, fuck." I get <laughs> man. Like I have to. I put that shit in the. I edit that every week. (laughs) (laughs) Every single, usually like whatever day after we record, I'm like, all right, Uh well, let's, I guess I got to listen to a little bit of, and I, especially because, you know, I, I, I don't know if you've paid attention to it at all, but I try to get, I try to pick a verse that applies to whatever happened in the episode. Uh huh. And, um, like if it's just that first line that just slowly comes in, Mm -hmm. 
I'm just, I just like listen to the whole fucking thing. I guess, I guess I'm here now. <laughs> Who would have thought that a fucking Bat for Lashes cover of dude. Boys of Summer would fit so well with Supernatural, dude? It just, it's so perfect. It's it just, and people like still write in and like this is so fantastic and stuff. And I'm yep. like, I thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's it's it's so fucking cool. We should just put it at the end of the episode. Let everybody hear it one more time. <laughs> I'll do. I'll do that. I'll put it in the end of the episode. <laughs> I got to drop a marker yeah, here because I'm going to cut out all the rest of the shit that we talked about, but uh, yeah. I'll, I'll drop that yeah. in there. Chris Moser. What's up, Jeremy Greer? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? That's excellent. Yeah, it's great news. I can. It's lo- lovely to hear you. It's it's lovely to hear you too, my friend. That's a very nice thing it's, to say. Um, I haven't spoken today. I haven't spoken to anyone. Or, really? Um, oh. No, I take it back. I had a, I had a work call at nine thirty this morning. Uh, I gave a lot of mm-hmm and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually funny. I do that all the time on work calls because mm-hmm. I'm used to doing that on a podcast. Yeah, like when you're talking for a long time, <laughs> I want to make sure that I'm still giving you the mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that you mm-hmm. know that like yeah, I'm listening because mm-hmm. whenever I talk, like if like if I'm talking to Jess on the phone, she's not saying anything. I'm like, oh shit, she's not listening to me. Yeah. <laughs> she's playing Stardew Valley. Uh, or, so or like just, you know you got disconnected or something like that and you're just yeah, talking to the yeah. ether yeah right so it's just important to just give you a little a little uh acknowledgement that i'm still there i'm still listening um and i do that on the work call and i don't think i need to because it's always fucking silent it's silent as our manager you know reads our new whatever information that we have to go over and i'm in there like mm-hmm, okay all right just everyone else is silent I'm like i don't think i need to do that it's just you know <laughs> you can take the boy out the podcast but you can't take the podcast out the boy it's 100 percent true just how it is man um i'm gonna text you something it's a link is it nasty it's not nasty uh actually i want to send it to you because you're at your computer i should probably just like discord this to you right because it's a video yeah i mean whatever um, whatever whatever work it's gonna discord where is local bones? Local bones is not in my list anymore, dude. Did you unfriend me? <laughs> no, I didn't unfriend you. you we un- might not even be friends. You and un- you unfriended me anyway. Before I before I even click on anything, okay. I'm so I'm tabbing over to the Discord, uh-huh. and I'm seeing a GIF of what I can only assume is a purple elf, and either the back of of two penises or two big dragon toes. I don't. I can't see the full GIF, but that's what it looks like. Can you please explain this to me? I don't. What channel are you? I have no idea. Are you in the anime uh, channel? Because I'm in the, like- scor- the the Scorps watching stuff channel. It was posted at three thirty two p.m. Um, oh. So maybe two two twenty two thirty two p.m. Oh, your time. oh yeah, that's yeah. I am. Uh, the rest of the Discord has got me into uh, Shira on Netflix. And before I, I before I expand, somehow I've consumed like over three seasons of that. So. Holy shit! Um, before I expand my Discord window so I can actually see what this full GIF is, what can you tell me what it is? Can you describe it to me? It's like the GIF or the video. Yeah, the GIF. What is it, in that? It's just a it's just a person named uh, Huntara. Oh, all right, so That's, I expanded it. I expanded it, and it still just looks like like two giant penises or toes. I mean, that's to just that's to. just two people, two hooded r- figures from the back. Those are hooded figures. Those are hooded figures. Those are not those those are not condomed up penises that you're looking at right there. Are mushy penises that you're? They look like some mushy penises. All right, that's excellent news. Thanks, thank you. All right, now to look at what you sent me. Um, this is a preview of the season 13 theme song, oh, the video, shit. uh, which we can't talk about on this podcast yet because it's still a surprise for uh-huh. people and you know how much uh-huh. I like my surprises, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That was literally just me fucking with it. So. Okay. Hold on. 
<clears throat> it's not it's not like for true. I just wanted to do a quick test. It's it's loading. Hold on. I'm excited. I'm excited. Sure is taking its sweet time. Okay. Oh. Uh I'm gonna open it in VLC. What do you think of that? Ooh. Hoo, hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, the video land something. <gasps> okay. Oh my god. Looks pretty good, huh? It looks so good. It looks so good. It came out so well. It's only 16 seconds long, but yeah. it's a fantastic 16 seconds. And it doesn't even have the right music. <laughs> no, but it's going to be it's going to be even better when it does have the right music. I think so. I think so. I'm excited. That was a really that was a hot teaser to get me on board and excited. Not that I wasn't already, but now I'm really on board. Yeah, that's I've been ever since looking at that scene. That's what I've been planning to kind of open that video with. Although it remains to be seen because the I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks, Chris. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, my dude. We have another That's hurricane up. coming down in Louisiana. I mean, you know, what else is new? And it's, I don't mean that in a funny way. I mean, like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's happening again. It's happening again. It's happening uh, again. This time to New Orleans, though. So, like, I'm on the eastern side of it. Uh, it looks like it's going to be shitty here for a couple of days. Like, it looks like it's going to be you know, raining and storming. But not uh, hurricane, 80 mile an hour winds, you know, without power for weeks on end. So. Well, hopefully um, this one won't be as bad. I'm no, no power loss would definitely be good. We woke up Saturday morning to the power going out. It was only out for like a minute, but um, it sounded like like Godzilla, like, like roaring off mm-hmm. in the distance somewhere, like in the Boston skyline. Um, that was the only way I could describe the sound that we heard that woke us both up. Um, and I guess it was, you know, a power box somewhere just fucking overheating or whatever the hell it did. I don't know. It was like 7am. It was really difficult for us to process what was going on, (laughs) but it was, it sounded like a roar, like a big mechanical weird sound. I was like, what the fuck was that? And the fan turned off. I was like, it actually was Jess who figured out, I think the power went out. I was like, oh, Okay. I'm gonna go back to sleep. Are you uh um, are you sure the roar just wasn't the sound of your phone vibrating on your counter because uh, or your nightstand because I was texted you at like six AM my time like I knock on hey, normally I, do. <laughs> that's so the problem with that. I don't care that you text me. Is it a lot of time because it usually doesn't it doesn't wake me up or anything. Um but I'll oftentimes roll over and look at my phone, look at the text, and then I'm and then I go back to sleep and then I forget that you texted me. Mm. So that's a, that's know, a convenient, convenient way to describe just not just leaving me on yeah, red. <laughs> right. Well, when I leave Jeremy on red, I like to be, you know, uh, I like to talk about it on the podcast. No, um, we actually we have not. This happened what feels like centuries ago at this point. But there was a period of time after you and I started texting that I did not realize I had read receipts on. Mm-hmm. And you would accuse me of leaving you on red. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and you would say that to me every once in a while. I can't believe you left me on red about this. And I'd be like, I don't know what he meant. I mean, like, I know he mm-hmm. needs like, but how does he know I'm, I'm not just busy? Like, I have a full time job. Had no <laughs> idea until one day. Uh, I think there was an update to iOS, and I was like, oh, you could just disable read receipts. Wait, what are read receipts? <laughs> yeah, you could always disable them. I don't have them on. And my, I was about to say, my favorite part of that is like you told me as soon as I turned them off, you're like, oh, I'm gonna miss that, and I'm like, but dude. Yeah. You didn't have them turned on for me, so fuck you, man. <laughs> it's not about you. It's not about you. Um, it was it was a real comfort to know that they it were is. always there. You know, uh, I knew like it didn't it didn't ever bother me 
Like, I'll be like, oh, he got my text. Like, even if he doesn't say anything, like, I know he got it. But, like, I'm, that's good. Like, that was good. You, you know, you're not my girlfriend. So, like, I'm not like, whoa, what's, uh, what's, what's going up? on? What's here? going on, man? Uh, what the fuck, dude? Um, <laughs> it was just hot, when I, I said something. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. It was just when I would, like, look, when I would send you one of my tweets, be like, yo, let me catch a like. Or, um, <laughs> or I would say something that I knew was really funny and I'd just get left unread. I'd be like, okay, well, that's fucked up. I don't care how busy you are pull over let me get an LOL at least like i need to figure out what the situation is here. oh that fucking cracked yeah, me by up. the way you have them on now i don't know if you know that no i don't you do i do not i turn them you, off i jeremy they're on oh, i can tell God you damn it i'm gonna tech i'm gonna send you a screeny of our of no our i turned them off for everybody but autumn well you must have turned them off for me because i'm your special boy info <laughs> send read receipts oh jesus christ do i have them on for everybody i mean that's it's up no. to you frankly apparently we everybody just, i everyone you, i know has them on you and autumn i guess i could put them on without any issue but like now no, no, i just because, i just i just turn them off like i'm not fucking telling you anything yeah, forget it forget it no but i could i could put them on now because there was a period of time where too many people would ask me to hang out who had iphone frankly i can't commit to that sort of thing no no it's too much. That's too much. Like, and I don't, I don't have an excuse. I just don't want to hang out because I don't leave. Yeah, I'm playing Trails of Cold Steel yeah. 3 for the 900th hour. I'm sorry, I'm busy. Um, Got shit but I, that's, not, that's not a concern anymore. No one's asking me to chill in 2020. So, you know, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> I, uh, I made an effort um, after having learned this about iOS uh, to try to educate my coworkers. Um, and then, like, could never like get across like the idea of what I was talking about. Like they did, they could just not, they didn't understand. And then the other day I was in the office and uh, I'm working on this bid with my, my coworker and um, we had some inside information. So we knew kind of the price we wanted to hit. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, my job is buying shit from somebody marketing it up and then selling it to somebody else. And then I get like the profit, right? Like that's what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we knew where we had to hit. So we were trying to get our margins, right? Like those percentages, and I had sent this dude a spreadsheet that had our cost, a column for what we wanted your percentage to be, and then, you know, calculations for totals and all that stuff on the other side. Like, basic shit, right? Like, this is not complicated. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd be like, well, let's drop these down to 20%, and then let's increase that to 40% so we can still make the blah, 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 blah. And this motherfucker gets out his desk calculator Bro. and starts, like, cranking Bro. one out, <laughs> which sounds really bad when you say it that way, yeah. but he was uh-huh. cranking one out, like, fucking papers coming out of a roll and he's like, remember this number for me. I'm going to come back and total that later. And I'm like, dude, just change, no. just change the figure. And this motherfucker didn't even have the spreadsheet open in, re- in edit mode. He was in read-only mode. Oh, I'm read like, only. what the hell are you doing? Are, like, some, does somebody else got it open right now? What's your, what's your problem? Dude, this is not, like, imagine a world without network shares. Like, that's, that's not oh. even, like, I emailed this dude a thing. And he, and he opened it from his email in somehow read-only mode. And proceeded to just like not, and he's like, so wait, I, if I update it here, it's just going to update all the totals. And I'm like, yeah, it's a spreadsheet. And he like bl- blew this motherfucker's mind. And I'm like, man, you were 50. You were yeah. 50. That's not yeah. like, that's not ancient. That's not too old. <laughs> that's not too old. You're 10 years <laughs> older than me. You were yeah. 20 when spreadsheets started to like get popular. <laughs> like you need to yeah. check yourself, man. I feel like um, probably my age to your age is probably the peak of certain things like that i don't know how much the younger generations are using excel and stuff like that now i'm sure they still are i don't know 
But it just seems like technology is evolving so quickly that they're, they're probably on some new shit that you and I never even heard of. Of course. That somebody's going to be like, you're 40. That's not that old. You should know what this is. That's what they said about us with TikTok. Well, joke's on you. Joke's on you. It's <laughs> horrible. Put on some clothes and stop dancing around. Go get a job, TikTokers. Ev- yeah, every job that I applied for was like, well, you got to put down that you know Excel. And I was like, but I don't. I don't know Excel. I was an English major. I didn't learn anything in college. I could tell you that the stakes in Dracula are supposed to be phallic and represent sexual aggression. Sure. But I can't tell you how to use an Excel spreadsheet. Now I can. Now I know how to use one. Google's great for that. That's 90% of like of, of stuff, right? It's yeah. it's blown me away. It's been a real eye opener on, on Twitter seeing people um say like i'm not gonna apply to this job because it says they need five years of experience and experience with this and this and this and i don't have that and i'm like like I, and I, I get this, this is definitely a privilege thing this is definitely like a white cis male mm-hmm. privilege thing mm-hmm. but i would always just apply to that <laughs> and just bullshit yeah. my way through yeah. and then realizing like when you hearing somebody else talk about that it's like yeah i'm just i wouldn't bullshit my way through because that's kind of dishonest and like i was like oh I guess you're oh, right. Well, I didn't realize I was played. Mm-hmm. Okay, my bad. Well, you see, so I would apply for jobs like when I was a teenager and be like, I don't know, like team team work ethic or like sure. communication skills. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I'm teenager. putting that down. Like, yeah, yeah, I have experience with this because I play World of Warcraft and we do raids. Yeah, so like, 100%. 100%. <laughs> there's like 40 of us in there. We're all fucking around. Yeah, yes, I die every boss. Yes, I do die. And I have to be resurrected. Yes, I do fail. Yes, I steal. But that doesn't mean yes, that I'm I, not out there. Yes, I steal that last hit. Of course I do. <laughs> yes, I rage quit sometimes. <laughs> yes, I get nervous when someone DMs me. But that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. I just think that, like, if you're a certain age, and and again, like, I remember like typing t- class for me, um, and I know like people a couple years older than me didn't do any sort of computer mm-hmm. training or typing training in high school or anything, but like since then you know <laughs> like yeah if you work at a like it's just so much harder to do all those stuff the manual way and i'm like ah. oh yeah and, and the, like, this dude in my office was like man you should just hang out with me all day and see if you can improve my life and i'm like no thank you that's what i do mm-hmm. with my life mm-hmm. yeah. the way i improve my life is not doing that kind of shit anymore because that sucks <laughs> yeah that sucks <laughs> did you use mavis beacon in high school or anything or middle school no no they didn't uh I've, i have i have messed around with that stuff because i just was illegally downloading any software i could get my cool. t- my hands on so anything. Like, it doesn't matter if yeah, it's yeah. educational typing t- typing typing of the yeah. dead yeah i would just you know it, application suites like oh i gotta have this copy of outlook 92 because it makes because i'm 13 yeah. and i need a real robust email client that can connect to an exchange <laughs> server maybe somebody listening to this will know what i'm talking about but there were uh oh i just thought of it um jump jumps the jumpstart games on pc yeah um they were like kids games uh let's see jumpstart fourth grade is what i think i played a lot of i'm trying to look and see if that's what this actually is because we obviously we did maybe speaking all that shit but i went to computer camp but i went to computer camp but i went to computer camp computer camp computer camp computer camp computer camp I went to computer camp. Computer camp. Computer camp. I ran into her on computer camp. Was that in 84? Not sure. I had my Commodore 64. I had to score. Not with a tram. She's not a tramp. Her name is Judy. That's a nice name. But I went to computer camp, which I've probably told you before, in, uh, in elementary school, which was a like summer camp, but you would just get picked up at the end of the day by your parents. And, um, you, we would, uh, 
play in the gym for an hour. We'd swim in a pool for an hour. I was an excellent swimmer. I was in, I was incredibly overweight as a child. Um, nothing's changed, but um, I was just I was flipping and flapping in there like the best of them. And uh, then we spent an hour on the computer. And brother, it was all about the jump start games, uh, mostly because we were I wasn't allowed to play Tomb Raider there. Um, <laughs> they had it, but they're like, mm, yeah, not the right age group. But they were these, yeah, these games where you go to like a haunted castle or some shit, and like. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm googling it now. That's why. Yeah. Okay. So it's jumpstart third grade. You go with a robot to a haunted castle, and you just like solve like learning puzzles. And that was my shit. And that's why I'm I got such big brain today from this, Jeremy. <laughs> I don't know how I got onto that from Mavis Beacon, but it was all what it was all about. All that computer software was fun. I um mm-hmm. I remember very specifically learning. It was like mist for kids. There we go. It was mist for kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I like by the time the typing class came along in high school, I had been on AOL instant messenger for so long that like oh. my typing skills were out of this world. Like I blew. You had already burnt away. off your fingertips oh, from typing dude. so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was a typing fool by that point in my life. But uh, but they did teach us like basic spreadsheet stuff. Um, yeah, it's all it's all you know. It's interesting what what people yeah. learn and and look that dude can probably clean a gun, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like we all have yeah. strengths and weaknesses. I'm not I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not insensitive to that, right? Like I, that dude can probably do some shit. Like I was I was like I had to Google you know how to put gas in a generator at one point. Like no, mm-hmm. I, I didn't. Like I had to Google the oil part. I didn't know how long you're supposed to run in with a just like some some oil in it. But I, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah. Well, that's the thing now is it's. Obviously, the younger generations are really good with this shit. Um, you don't need to learn anything. No. Like, as long as you have access to your phone, you're probably good. Obviously, there's situations where you're not going to have access to that, and, and not having information could be dire. But those situations are, you know, emergency situations. But for the most part, you're like, like if I get a flat tire, like, I don't really, I'm maybe, yeah, when I was like 16, I learned how to do this. I'm not 16 anymore. I haven't done it since. Uh, but I can fucking Google it, <laughs> and I can figure it out. Or I've I can said, call AAA. I've said this before on the podcast. Like most of my early computer tech skills, that people thought like, "Oh my god, Jeremy's such a genius!" Like they would say that kind of stuff to me. I'd be like, "No, nah, fam, I'm just, I just know I'm how just, to, just know how to search I'm just for a clue master." Yeah, I just know how to pick up Excel ninety seven clues, dog. Like this isn't difficult yeah. if you just know where yeah. to look. And back then, it was there was an aspect of like knowing where to look to go find actual results mm-hmm. right like where where people were hanging out and and and, and chatting about stuff but like yeah, nowadays you're not just gonna type in an aol keyword and suddenly know how to do it no no but nowadays like certainly you are <laughs> like you could type in like i'm sure exchange yeah. 2020 and come up with every single key book key base article mm-hmm. that they, you could come up with and, and figure out how to do all that shit by yourself so aol aol i went to aol keyword um Actually, it might not have been a keyword. I would just go to the Kingdom Hearts website all the time on my AOL browser. Mm-hmm. I'd log in and like clog up the phone lines just so I could look at pictures of Kingdom Hearts before it came out. I was uh, <laughs> nothing's changed, Jeremy. I was on Prodigy uh, when Prodigy was purchased by AOL, and I, then all of a sudden I had an AOL account. And I had to go through AOL uh. for my shit. Um, so I was I was pre AOL, and then my dad had an AOL account for his business, and I would just log into that quite often. So I would just use yeah. that. Um, yeah, I spent a lot of time on on AOL trying to you know do heinous thirteen year old shit on the do internet. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, my dad would be like, "Hey, I see this list of websites. Um, what's going on with that?" 
And I'd be like, man, that got nothing to do with me. I frankly don't know why you even bring this up. That ain't me. I don't know. I don't, um, frankly, I don't even. I don't. I don't know. I'm sorry. Her. <laughs> I don't even know. Did, yeah, did you say boob? I'm not sure. I don't mm, think I know what that is. Well, I'm not, I don't, have, what is it? I've not heard of that. No, no, no. Is that a Roger? Is that a character in Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Is that one of the yeah. one of the guys? One of the Christopher Lloyd guys? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's not. It's not my thing. Nothing, so nothing anyway, related. To I'm me. just gonna go play video games. But uh, if you need me for like to eat dinner or whatever, just give me give me a ring. Yeah, and, just, uh, just just let me know. I hope, I hope, you know, I hope somebody can help you solve your problem with, um, you know, those pop-ups or whatever, but that's got nothing to do with me. Um, no, I don't know what LimeWire is. I've never downloaded any torrents. I don't know what you're saying. What is and, a torrent? Uh, I don't, yeah, I'm not sure what that is. Um, sorry, did you say boob again? I don't, I, I don't, Strange. I just don't know what that means. Yeah. It is weird. I think, you know, if I think of anything, I'll let you know. <laughs> Early internet stuff is so fun. I try playing this. Uh, have you heard this, vi- this video game, Hypnospace Outlaw? Mm-mm. it's um it's apparently like a and I, i've played a little bit of it but uh i didn't get very far into it it's uh imagine being a moderator for like a mid-90s era like internet portal um so you have to like go through people's pages and find out if they violate any of the rules and there's a weird okay. corporate overlord but there's a lot of like written text humor that is very very straight up like oh remember the 90s websites like do you remember the internet in yeah. the 90s and um it 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 triggered me on something uh, that I've been thinking about a lot, which is I think I'm kind of bored with the reading in video games. Like I just yeah, kind of don't want to read anything anymore. Like I, I hear you. I started Night in the Woods, and uh, I, by all accounts, that is a fantastic game that people love to play, and I've heard nothing but good things about it. But like the first ten fifteen minutes was just me like going up to stuff and clicking on it and getting kind of like a sardonic slash funny line and i'm like mm-hmm. I, I don't know man this just feels like twitter without the meanness to me and i don't i don't know i'm like i'm looking for something else in my life right now yeah um reading physical words is great when they're i don't like i like to turn a page and i'm sure it's the same with like your e-reader when you're like going through and you know it's filling up that percentage like that that's part of i mean <laughs> reading a story is totally different than reading in a video game so let's just separate that but yeah Trails of Cold Steel, which I keep talking about. The only reason I haven't freaking beat it yet is because I most of the time don't feel like reading in a video game. I'm very interested in what's going on and I do really care. But when I play a game, I kind of just want to turn my head off a little bit and, and you know, think with a different part of my brain that doesn't involve words, um, which is where something like Dark Souls is perfect. Like it requires you to think about stuff and to be engaged with it. But it's different. It's just a, it's a different part of your brain. Um, yeah. So it's it can be granted. I'm saying all this knowing that I just played several visual novels this year. Sure, of course, of course. But again, it's it's. I was specifically looking for a thing. I was in a mood for a thing. But generally speaking, when I play a game, the ones that I spend the most time with are the ones that you're kind of just playing the video game. Yeah. That's been me with my recent like obsession with roguelikes and just going through mm-hmm. every single one of those I can get my hands on. So um, That's like me with all my phone games. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. It's... It's interesting, like, I get really bored with them for a while, and then sometimes some little thing will, like, click, and I'll go, oh, shit, like, this this Bleach mobile game that I've been playing, I just realized there's a way for me to uh, upgrade my characters that I've been ignoring for the last six months, and now I'm like, oh, shit, so now I can focus on all that, but I refuse to spend money on any of these games, (laughs) so it just, it, like, takes up, like, way more time than it ever should, but I find myself playing these games more than anything else. I need to I need to get a new phone game. Like I haven't had a good phone game in a long time. I still play threes a whole lot. Yeah, I, I like threes for a long, long time. I was actually uh, fucking around on the Nintendo eShop 
and there was like a game that was a dollar 49 and it was like a puzzle game and i clicked on it and it's literally just a threes clone and i'm like well i'm not uh, gonna play that on my switch like i'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna put that up on the 65 inch tv like that seems ridiculous no, no so i um so in threes there's uh more than three was it uh one there's 12 12 different things you can get mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. 12 different numbers that you can get up to i have never gotten the last two and all on all my thousands and thousands and thousands of attempts the last one is like sixty five thousand something is that that right yeah yeah Yeah, i think it's 256 times 256 if i remember right i might be i might be messing those numbers up i wouldn't know i got the i got the second to last one um i never got we gotta do it Uh, we gotta do it i don't know man i don't don't know play that game (laughs) i'm done with it i'm just done with it yeah yeah um it's like such like the perfect like thing i can just like swipe my thumb while watching tv or whatever i don't even think about it yeah Anyway, Jeremy. Literally me watching three seasons of uh, Shira <laughs> was me yeah. just on my phone looking at random shit and also watching Shira. So. Is that that's that's not doesn't have anything to do with like He Man or anything, right? So yeah, it's originally a spinoff of uh He Man and then it was a re mm-hmm. rebooted I don't know how many years ago now. Um there's five seasons on Netflix. It's all relatively recent. Um it's called Shira and the Princesses of Power. It's very much like it's a from what I understand, it's a it's a woman led um project like mm-hmm. developed for television by noel something um and it's like a majority of female class it's very cast it's very diverse um there's um, lesbian and queer representation all over the place uh, but it's also like make-believe etheria universe where you know some people have horns and mm-hmm. the main villain is a cat girl or something um named no. named, cool. named catra so like this is yeah you know, of what, course what, it's yeah. yeah yeah um but it's extremely charming and it's very 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 sweet and if you if you dig stuff like that like uh um it, it reminded me a lot of uh steven universe like that same kind of charm and really really nice people doing really nice things um mm-hmm. and just general good stuff and it's just an easy nice. watch i mean it's just it's you know 20 something minutes and like yeah I think the first season was 12 episodes and the next two seasons were only like seven episodes or six episodes or something. So like, it's oh. not, it's not like I watched 40 episodes of television or anything, but yeah, right, right, right. It, it went pretty yeah. quick, but, but, a, but a good recommend if you're looking for like good, wholesome internet content, like it, this will okay. engage you and like be interesting that all of the story stuff is really good. They get into the depths of characters, emotions and things like that. So it's good. I know a lot of people in the cord like it a lot that's why i started um, watching it yeah a lot of people yeah. a lot of our pocket friends were talking about it and mm-hmm. i'm like you know what sitting on the fucking couch anyway <laughs> like what yeah. what am i gonna do watch more mario streamer they're not even streaming mario anymore my mario streamers have moved on uh, Steve watched it over the summer. um so i know obviously that's that's two sets of uh, people who like it at our discord and my and, friend steve and your friend steve yeah Steve is such a like I never understand that dude's taste. Sometimes I wouldn't think that he would be it's, all about the Shira. It can't be understood. <laughs> <laughs> like he's the knowing him from the podcast and then knowing him from the Monster of the Week outtakes of stories you've told. Like mm-hmm. I don't think he'd be like a gross gamer guy, but he he would like he, it would be easy to pigeonhole that dude as like oh he's like a gamer dude with a battle station and yeah like he you know drinks a lot of monster energy drinks or red bull energy drinks or something and he's that dude right like it'd be really easy to pigeonhole and then yeah, you're like yeah but he really likes shira and i'm like okay yeah. cool people can be multiple he defies expectations yeah. yeah he's he he contains multitudes he's a fascinating human do you want to do you want to get started about talking about the season finale on on steve cast oh uh steve, yeah, yeah, yeah let's yeah. talk about supernatural okay <laughs> 